since you were talking about joy, um, we have this nighttime routine where he likes to cuddle up with me on the couch after I get done working. And he will just sit with me and he will watch Cocomel and he just looks up at me with those big hazel eyes of his and just gives me this big smile, like will cuddle into me. And that right there, I don't even know how to like describe it, but that, oh my goodness, that, that has my heart. And I was just thinking about this the other day of one day that's going to end. Like one day that will be our last cuddle session on the couch because then he's not going to want anything to do with me. He's going to have friends. He's going to be influenced by this world. And I just really hope that he makes it a better place. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title mother and the many things that bring joy into her life. I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to season three of She Has a Name Too. This season is packed with inspirational stories of women just like you and I. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. All right. Welcome to She Has a Name Too. Um, Tonight I am recording with my friend Kelsey. We met in college. Um, We went to church together and we worked out together once a week and then went and got smoothies afterwards that were probably pumped full of sugar. (laughs) But it was so fun. Um, And I'm so excited to be able to catch up with her and interview her about who she is beyond motherhood. So welcome, Kelsey. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for asking me. Of course. Um, I'm really excited that you decided to come on. So let's get started with our first question. Um, Who are you when you aren't being called mom? Oh, that's a toughie. I would love to say that when I'm not being a mom, I am being a wife and a friend and a business owner, but I'm also a workout junkie, and I love Netflix. That's kind of who I am. Um, but I usually am just being a mom. That's kind of where my identity lies these days is being a mom 24-7. Yeah, and you have two super cute little kids that oh, thank you. That probably keep you pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, never a dull moment around here, that's for sure. I have my son, Soren, who is two years old, and he is fiercely independent, and um, he loves to speak his mind, and he definitely wants it his way right then and there. He is very much so his father. <laughs> <laughs> And then I have my six-month-old daughter, Aurora, and, um, you know, she's just the happiest, happiest little baby, and she's been such a blessing. Um, yeah, she's, she's great. So I, I have my two children who are pumped full of personality. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. And it's so fun, like, once your baby starts developing their personality and, like, you get to watch them grow into it, um, especially between that like six months and two year mark, right? Oh yeah, Soren was always such a little flirt. He he loves the ladies. Like, <laughs> he had this smile. I swear, starting at like six weeks, he had this little grin that he would save specifically for the ladies, and he still uses that to this day on all the girls. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> That's so great. Um, okay, so you mentioned that you are a business owner. 
Yes, I uh, I own two businesses. Okay, do you want to tell us about those businesses? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so my first business um, is a boutique. It's called Copper Bella Boutique, and it's a women's apparel store. Uh, I do everything online. So right now um, I'm working out of my house, but I would love to eventually own a warehouse or potentially open up a brick and mortar. Um but with COVID going on, it was the perfect time to start this. It's something I've talked about for, oh my goodness, uh, five years. I never really mentioned it to anyone. I only talked about it to Luke and maybe two or three other people. But yeah, it's something I kind of kept to myself. Um, and then I have my photography business where I take wedding photos, anniversary photos, family photos, uh, and I really found my love and passion for photography and capturing people's moments that they can look back on and you can feel that genuine happiness and the genuine love in the photos. Yeah, and you've like you've grown so much in your photography and I've like I mean you have beautiful backgrounds in Arizona now. And like, I just, I remember when you like first bought your camera and you were so excited to start learning. And my husband and I were like one of the first people that you took out <laughs> yes. um, to take pictures of. Um, and that was so fun. Uh, definitely a learning experience for both of us, I think. But I, your photography style though, like now that you've like, you've grown into the style is just so good. Like I love the way that you play with light in oh, your photography you. and the and the scenery. Can I just apologize for those first batches of photos? I <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was totally in the mindset of fake it till you make it and pretend like I know what I'm doing and I did not. <laughs> um, they were awful and I'm so sorry. Thank you for being nice to my face and saying that you like them. <laughs> But they were awful. So, yeah. But now that I know how to work a camera and I know how to identify good lighting and I know how to pose people correctly, mm -hmm. yeah, I would love to redo those photos for you and give you really good updated photos. Hey, I would love that. If we could come out to Arizona, I would love that. Hey, like I said, my dream's always been to be in Tennessee, so I'm sure I could convince Luke for a work purpose to fly out to Tennessee and take some photos for you. <laughs> and you know what? I could find you other clients out here too. Um, the scenery out here is beautiful. I mean, we have like this beautiful nature reserve, like right behind our apartment and it is amazing. Anyway. Yeah. No, your pictures though, like initially, like with ours, I think it was also us. <laughs> like we were so awkward. Like it was not just you. It was, it was definitely a learning experience for me too. Like, yeah, like I was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't have worn that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I learned through my photography journey, though, um, was for my specific style. So I'm not a true light and airy photographer or that style, um, but I do venture into that. I'm a light and airy, but still very true to life and colorful photographer. And I've learned through playing around with outfits and playing around with lighting that what you wear really does make a difference. Um, not just in how the photos look 
themselves, but also just how you feel. And usually when you get dressed up and you feel good in that moment, then your photos are going to reflect that. So that's just something I have discovered a lot while um, uh, playing with photography. Oh, someone's out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me one moment to uh, give him back to his dad. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. (laughs) He did really good. Like, he knows that he's supposed to stay in bed, but... When he thinks that he's missing out on something, he uh, mm. he wants to join. <laughs> yeah. He has major FOMO. <laughs> definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so definitely, like, what what you wear, like, and how you feel in that outfit, like, makes a huge difference in the photography. And I think, I think that was, like, something that I definitely learned, like, so so it's a team effort. Like, to get good pictures, it is definitely a team effort. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've had a couple of clients, uh, like when I was first starting out, that would wear baggier clothes and just not feel their best in them. And then when they got the photos back, they were like, oh, hmm, what can I do differently? And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is very much so like on both ends. When I was first starting out, uh, there was a lot of things that I wasn't sure about. I understood the basics, Mm -hmm. but I still had a hard time identifying like good lighting and that you can't just rely on the background to make everything good because when you are getting those photos back, your, your goal is to have them hanging in your house. And obviously if you don't like yourself, the subject in those photos, you're more than likely not going to want to hang them in your house, no matter how pretty the background is. So I definitely learned how to identify Mm -hmm. better lighting and being able to post people so they feel more confident in those um, pictures. I mean, maybe not in the moment. One thing I do love to tell people is if you feel super, super awkward in the pose and you feel really unnatural, you look phenomenal on camera. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So when you see the... the back of my camera screen. So I'm actually a hundred percent more confident in being able to flip my camera around and be like, look at this image. It's something I haven't touched up. Clearly I just shot it, but look how gorgeous you look. Look how beautiful this is. And my clients are like, wow, that is pretty. Is that me? And that is one of the most Mm -hmm. heartfelt things I've gotten out of photography is being able to capture those moments and people being like, what, that's me? Like, are you sure? Just because of all those dynamics coming together, it can make you feel and look 10 times more confident. Yeah, you've definitely like been able to capture those, make people look really good. Like the lighting and I mean, obviously you don't really have any control over what they wear. But like I can give suggestions. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) But depending on what's in their closet or whatever, you know, but right. But as far as like posing goes and stuff like, yeah, I I think you do a fantastic job. And you've been able to pull that into your boutique business. So real quick, what, where can people find your photography business online? Uh, so my website is KelseyElizabethPhotography.com or you can find me on Instagram under KelseyElizabethPhoto. 
um, I did have to, you know, shorten everything down because Kelsey Elizabeth's photography was already taken. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find that on Instagram and Facebook as well, same handle. Um, and then, yeah, KelseyElizabethPhotography.com. Uh, I do travel for anybody who wants me to take photos outside of, obviously, Arizona because mm -hmm. not everybody lives here. <laughs> I do travel, and I love to travel. So um, being able to expand in that way with photography is a dream of mine. I definitely want to start doing more destination stuff and being able to see more of the world. Yeah, and as you said, I did pull that into my boutique. So something I noticed a lot of other boutique owners do, they either use um, some stock photos, which are what the brands, the clothing that they carry, has in order to sell those photos, or um, they will do some, like, within a studio to make sure that they're all very unique and crisp and, like, very uniformed across the board on their website. And uh, when I was thinking about this boutique and being able to showcase clothes, I definitely wanted to make sure that I had different figure types. Um, and what I mean by that is that when I shop, I'm a big online shopper. Uh, <laughs> one of my jobs actually made fun of me, my coworkers, because Every time I'd walk in, they'd be like, oh, that's super cute. Where'd you get that? And I'd be like, shh, Amazon. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it's delivered next day. <laughs> but I'm a huge online shopper. I don't really go to the store that much because I'm looking for very specific things that fit my style versus the mm -hmm. graphic tee grunge look that's in right now, um, which you can find at pretty much any department store. So, uh Something I just I noticed is that when you look at those models online, it's really hard to picture those clothes on yourself. And I'm not trying to knock any store or any model because obviously models are models for a reason. Mm -hmm. They have that that figure that you know I personally dream about. Like I would love to be five foot eight, six foot tall and super thin. But unfortunately, <laughs> that didn't work out for me. And I'm, I'm short and I'm really curvy. <laughs> um, so there would be clothes on them. And I'm like, that is so beautiful. It looks so gorgeous on them. But how would it look on me? Because mm -hmm. I don't have that body type. So something that I really wanted was to make sure that I could showcase my clothes that I'm selling on any body type and make sure that it looks good on anyone instead of just that six foot tall beautiful mm -hmm. model not that your models aren't beautiful because they are they're beautiful <laughs> but <laughs> oh thank you I've uh I'm using my uh one of my friends my sister-in-law and of course my sisters <laughs> <laughs> so thank you <laughs> yeah no I mean like it is nice though I'm I'm totally hearing what you're saying I mean, today I was scrolling through looking for some clothes. Um, I'm I'm the same way. Like finding things at a small business is something that I much prefer over like a department store. Not only because I want to support the small business, but because I also prefer their clothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like I was like scrolling through and I was just feeling like, man, none of these girls look like me. They don't have the same skin tone as me, which I know like a lot of people feel that way. Um, it's often just like mm -hmm. 
Caucasians with olive skin as models, like oftentimes, and we're getting, we're slowly like getting more diversified, but I do feel like, well, would that color look good on me or would it make me look sick kind of thing, you know? Um, and so, and, and my body type too, like I don't have that body type. (laughs) I am not five nine and I am not a small, (laughs) so, you know, I don't think I've been a small since I was 12. <laughs> so, Even at twelve, I don't think I was so small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, so yeah, I totally feel that, and I appreciate that you're like putting in models that have different body types. It, it makes a difference for for sure for online shopping. Yeah, and that's something I really, when I thought about having my own store, um, it wasn't something that was spur of the moment. Um, I know a lot of people were really confused about that because I went from Mm -hmm. going to school to be a teacher to then doing photography and teaching and then just being a mom and then doing photography and being a mom to, hey, all of a sudden, here's my store. And a lot of people were really thrown for that curveball because, Mm -hmm. like I said, it's not something I really talked about frequently. I did put a lot of thought into this. I put a lot of heart into this. And I wanted to make sure I can make it everything that I would want as a customer. It's really hard to find that body type and make sure clothes look good on you when all you're seeing is the unrealistic version of you, if that makes sense. And I know right now, like you said, we are slowly adding diversity into it, which is amazing. That's definitely how the fashion industry should be because the main consumer for fashion is the average everyday person, not the Gucci $190 ripped up legging supermodel type person. And we all want to be able to look our best and feel our best. And I really do believe that how you dress really does incorporate how you feel. At least for me, that's what I think, just because when I'm in my sweatpants and my sweatshirt, which as a mom is my attire pretty much every day, I'm in leggings and a baggy shirt, um, but that doesn't make me feel good. It it just makes me feel like a mom. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm worn out. I'm, you know, I'm doing the most that I can every day, but that also means I'm giving up those aspects of me prior to being a mom, which I loved fashion. I loved dressing up. I loved having a full face of makeup and having my hair done and looking put together. And so that's something I really uh, wanted to bring back. So this boutique is really a big part of who I am, just, you know, just adding to the momness of me, I guess. Um, I, I just feel like I've given up a lot of me and I feel like I've kind of lost a little bit of my identity. And this is one way to open that door again, to make me feel like I'm being put together and to make me feel like I'm being fashionable and that I was the person I was prior to having kids. Yeah, I totally, I feel that though, like wanting to bring it back and like wear nice jeans again. Um, I mean, especially like being a mom during the pandemic has like put me into that. Okay, I need a new pair of leggings and I need a new baggy shirt. And <laughs> I I literally I bought a pair of sweatpants from Walmart a couple of weeks ago 
and they didn't have my size. And so I bought the size one size up and they are huge, like (laughs) absolutely huge. So I call them my blanket (laughs) pants and my (laughs) – I'm serious. And my biggest fear is that one day those will fit properly. And so like I feel like to – to stay confident and to f- still feel like yourself, like continue to wear those clothes that you enjoyed wearing before and like dress up once in a while, you know, remind yourself what pant size you are. <laughs> yes, definitely. I mean, I've never been a big jean wearer. I've always been more of a jegging wearer. Cause like I said, my life has always been leggings. Leggings are our life. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as long as I can still fit in my my jeggings, then I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're like good ones. Yeah, <laughs> which um, I've actually been trying to make Luke take me out on a date every week, so that way I actually have a reason to dress up and get put together and make myself look and feel better. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea too. Um, I mean, A, for your relationship, too, and and for yourself, like, so that you can have a good reason to dress up and look cute. Okay, so where can people find your boutique? So it is copperbellaboutique.com, or you can go on Facebook and Instagram at copperbellaboutique. Um, and then my sister-in-law, bless her heart, um, is trying to make me more hip, <laughs> with all these youngsters now and she has put me on tiktok (laughs) oh okay because you need to fit in with the gen z's right yeah because apparently instagram isn't good enough anymore and we have to tiktok man maybe i should start tiktok Um, i am not a tiktoker that's for sure i throughout this entire process i have learned that i am not meant to be an influencer by any means because one technology just hates me (laughs) and two um, I'm not good at sharing my life and making people relate to me, I guess. And um, three, I'm just not good at TikTok. Like, I don't want to have to spend time to memorize a dance. And I'm not funny. That's also something I learned through photography, trying to get people to, like, genuinely laugh. I am not a funny person. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, these are reasons why I can't be an influencer. <laughs> Yeah, it's really hard, like making reels, like I was going to make a reel tonight about like behind the scenes podcasting. And I was like, man, this is going to take me all night. Oh, my first time doing an Insta live, my video cut out like seven times, which was embarrassing. Um, Then Soren like ran in into it and he's throwing a temper tantrum because he just got up from a nap. So he's still waking up, but he's tired. Um, and he was hungry and he wanted food. And I was like, man, this is mom life. How do people do this? <laughs> and like my kids, um, like as soon as one goes down, the other one's getting up. Oh, man. So I don't really have a lot of time to myself to get videos done. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, if I do this within five minutes, then he'll get up and I can spend time with him. But no, he decided to get up earlier and I was trying to like work through it. And man, it is tough. We all, we work through it though, right? Because, because it's something that you love and that you're passionate about, right? 
Yeah. So that's something I also am trying to do with my business and even on my personal account to show my business on there is that I'm trying to keep everything as real as possible. My kids are going to throw temper tantrums. I am going to have messy hair days with no makeup. And that's just a part of life because I am only human and I am a mom and I have two kids who take up the majority of my time. So if I'm going to open up that door and really do this social media business, then they're going to have to see the ugly side of it too, which is the reality that it's not going to be picture perfect. I'm not going to be flawless and my kids are not going to be perfect little angels 24-7. Yeah, I I really appreciate it when people are real about their lives on Instagram. Which, let me tell you, um, giving birth in the middle of a pandemic, now that was an interesting experience. Okay. Um, can we can we set up another time to record that? Like your definitely story, like birthday birth story during the pandemic. I think that would be a really great episode. Uh, I mean, I don't know how interesting it was, but I will I will come up with questions that will make it interesting. I promise. <laughs> okay, but for this one, I have two more questions for you to what the rest of what we've been talking about. But um, I wanted to ask you, what brings you joy? You know, um, I love reading. Like, that brings me joy. Once again, it's like out of this reality, I experience a new world. I'm not going to lie. I just read the Twilight books, (laughs) and I found love back in that. Um, I was in Forks for a little bit. It was great. Mm. A really hot smoking vampire and werewolf were fighting over me. It was beautiful. (laughs) 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 Um, But, no, realistically, my kids bring me such joy. Um, I love my husband. We have a great marriage. And so that it brings me joy. Like I said, superficial and shallow. I love to shop. Hey, <laughs> money. <laughs> um, but no, I, I just think that there's so much beauty in this world and being able to experience different aspects of it, whether it's through being able to relate to other people and hearing other people's stories or honestly, I find so much joy in that. Like I find joy in the little things whether it's just playing with my kids and watching them grow or meeting new people and hearing what they've gone through and where they've been and what they want to do. I I don't know. I find joys in the little things. I love that a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of joy to be found, especially in human interaction. Um, I think that's what we're all missing right now. And like I said, I'm, I'm definitely in the same that. <laughs> You're my first real person I've talked to today. So. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I I do go several days. Today I talk to other humans, but usually it is like just Ryan. I talked to Soren who is slowly figuring out words and he wants so badly to have a conversation that he doesn't know all the words. So I will get like every three, four words out of him. And then the rest, I have no idea what he's talking about. Um, (laughs) Isn't that the best though? When you're like, okay, you're my kid. Like I should understand you. (laughs) Well, uh, Since you were talking about joy, um, we have this nighttime routine where he likes to cuddle up with me on the couch after I get done working and he will just sit with me and 
he will watch Kokomo and he just looks up at me with those big <laughs> hazel eyes of his and just gives me this big smile, like will cuddle into me. Mm. And that right there, I don't even know how to ex- like describe it, but that, oh my goodness, that, that has my heart. And I was just thinking about this the other day of one day that's going to end. Like one mm. day that will be our last cuddle session on the couch because then he's not going to want anything to do with me. He's going to have friends. He's going to be influenced by this world. And Mm -hmm. I just really hope that he makes it a better place. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. So last question. What is something that you learned recently that you would like to share with other moms? Don't take everything so seriously. You don't have to follow a super strict schedule. It is okay to be lenient. It's okay to do something that other people aren't doing. That I think is the biggest thing. I know when I first brought Soren home from the hospital, and I know it happened again when I brought Aurora home from the hospital, I felt like I had to have everything put together. I had to be put together. I had to look like I didn't have a baby. I had to have my house spotless and meal cooked and Mm-hmm. there's already so much pressure to be just a mom in general. A mom is hard. It is the hardest job I've ever had. And I've had some pretty, pretty intense jobs. Um, but it's the hardest but most rewarding job I've ever had. And you're already giving so much of yourself to these little people. It's okay not to have everything perfect and 100%. And so many people were like, well, you need to have the babies on a nap schedule and a feeding schedule, and they need to be sleeping through the night by, you know, this age. And I think that you just need to know what is best for your child and what, um, what can work for you. It's not what is going to work for, I'm just going to call him Karen because let's be real, that's like the go-to name right now. (laughs) Not what's going to work for Karen down the street. It it needs to be what works best for you and your schedule and your family. And if you choose not to put your kid on a schedule right away, that's awesome. Like if that's what's best for you, then do that. But I think not having so much pressure because we already put so much pressure on ourselves that we don't really need it from other people. Um, that would be my biggest lesson that I've been learning is that it's okay to not be doing what everybody else is doing. Wow. That's like, that's really great advice. I, I really appreciate that. Um, I think that there's a lot of good advice out there about nap schedules or feeding schedules, like you were saying. Um, but it's definitely like, use it to your discretion, right? Like what's best for you, what works for you and your family and your schedule? Well, like everyone kept telling me that I needed to feed her every two hours. And I was like, that, do you not realize I also have a toddler? Like if I'm feeding her every two hours, I'm not getting any sleep. Yeah, right. Yeah, you do. Right. What's easiest for you? Um. Okay, Kelsey, I love you. And I am so grateful that you came on this podcast. But it is time to go. <laughs> but I need to go to bed. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you so much for having Um, me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so grateful for your insights, for that advice, that piece of wisdom that you shared at the end. Um, And 
Oh, let's remind everyone where they can find your photography and your uh, clothing boutique. And ladies, if you are in Tennessee, in Memphis area, we should all get together one weekend and Kelsey can do family pictures for all of us. Separately, of course, but like <laughs> we'll give her we'll give her a good reason. We'll give you a good reason to come out to Tennessee. <laughs> Seeing you wasn't good enough reason, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so where where can people find you? So it's Kelsey Elizabeth Photo on Instagram or KelseyElizabethPhotography.com for obviously photography. Um, and once again, I do have more of the light, airy, but still very natural and colorful photos, very true to life. Um, and then for my clothing boutique, it is copperbellabatique.com, or you can see me on Instagram and Facebook at copperbellabatique. Perfect. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show, but I need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> have a good evening. Before we wrap up this episode, I wanted to let you all know that this week only, June 20th to June 27th, 2021, Kelsey is running a sale for you, our listeners. Head over to her website, copperbellaboutique.com, and use the code SHAN2, that's S-H-A-N and the number 2, to get 10% off your purchase. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation about motherhood on Instagram at She Has a Name Too. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecco Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by Kelsey Rallison. This episode was edited by Alex Williams. <laughs>